place this morning. We want to welcome you, the Covenant Partners. We want to say good morning to you. We want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. We thank the Lord for another Sunday in this year. Amen? Amen. 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 We'll give you a minute to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads. We'll give you a minute to get the Bible put up on your phone or your iPad. But you need the Bible. Uh, you need the Word of God in these services, a pen and a pad. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, we're going to um, grace the atmosphere with our declaration. So we're going to ask you to please stand. Amen. Amen. So we get ready to do our 2023 declaration this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 2023. 2023. The year of living, year of living. In, the in the completed work of Jesus Christ. His redemption and salvation. Completed. The power of darkness and the devil. Defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs established in 2023 is completed, defeated, and established in my life, my home. My church, my church and my children's lives. My children's lives. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. And if we're going to label this morning's CD, we're still talking about the seat of the righteous. We're talking about the seat of the righteous. If we're going to label the CD this morning, it is the seat of the righteous. That's where we're going this morning. Amen. And if you would, please, I want you to go to the book of Ephesians this morning. This is the way the Lord led me, and this is the way we're going to go. Amen. To see what the Lord will say to us through his word this morning. So if you would, please, go to the book of Ephesians. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we want to go to Ephesians chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. And we want to look at verse 19, please. And it reads, and it says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Ward, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Somebody say, another world is coming. World is Somebody coming. say, another world, another world is, on the way. is on the way. So that's the one we're living for. So we live in this world, but we're living for the next world. So it's coming. Say, so can't you see the signs of the time? Can't you see the signs in the earth? Say, so it's just like the Titanic. Say, so this world, this age will end, and the next age will begin. Ask yourself, say, so will you be ready? 
And the 22nd verse says, and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all and all. Notice what the word of God says. It says that under Jesus Christ's feet, everything has been put. And he is the head of the church. Who's the head of the church? Who's the head of the church? Okay, so don't get confused. Just because we use the word bishop in here, the word bishop means overseer. It means that God gives someone the oversight of the entirety of the ministry. It means God gives somebody the uh, entirety of the plan of where he's taking the ministry. Amen? Amen. So don't, don't, don't let it get you confused. Bishop means overseer. It means having the oversight of what God has put in the earth, this ministry. Amen? Amen. But Jesus is the head. Amen? Amen? Jesus is the head, and we are the body. Notice what it says in the 23rd verse. It says we are his body. The church is his body, and it feels, praise God, it's the fullness of him that filleth all and all. So that means as the body of Christ, we should be filling the earth. Amen? You say, what does that mean? We should be filling the earth by showing forth his righteousness. We should be filling the earth by showing forth his goodness. We should be filling the earth by showing forth the glory of God. Well, what is the glory of God? The glory of God is the heavy weight of his presence. That means each believer in the body of Christ should be carrying the weight of the manifested presence of God on their life. Mm, and filling the earth. That means everywhere we go, somebody ought to be affected by that glory. Not all the time that we got to say anything to them. Not all the time that we got to touch them. But that glory ought to be on us so. We ought to have spent time in the face of God until he has graced us with his glory. And everywhere we go, every part of town we go in, Hallelujah, in town, out of town, downtown, come on, in our homes, come on, the glory in our neighborhoods, our children's schools, come on, everywhere we go, the glory ought to be able to be seen on our lives, and it ought to affect where we are, amen? amen. Somebody say, I'm in the body of Christ, say, but Christ is the head, say, so we have a pastor, a prophet, a bishop, but God is the head. The head. Say, all, all of us come up under the headship of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2. I want to look at that as well because we're talking about the seed of righteousness. Let's look at verse 4, Ephesians 2 and 4. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. It's not of what you've done, or what you could say. All you had to do was accept it. So by grace, we've been saved. And he has raised us up. Say, he's raised me up. Raised me up. Together, together. And made us, us. sit together in heavenly places in heavenly places in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so then we see Christ 
after he completed the work of salvation, this is after Christ completed the work of salvation, he is seated on the right hand of the Father. Amen? Amen. And because he has finished the work of our redemption, we may sit down, we may sit down and enter into that rest with him. We have peace with God, we have the peace of God, and we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Say, I have the peace of God. I have the peace of God. I have peace with God. And I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. See, this is supposed to work for us out here. See, you, you want it to work up in here. No, 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 no. We come here. See, this is the classroom. This is a, a, a classroom. And we come in the classroom and we get classified information. Top secret that can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit of God himself. And then we take it back out here to our atmospheres and we work it. Somebody say work the word. word. Say nothing's changed. changed. You still still have to work work. the word. word. Okay, you say, well, how do I work the word, pastor? You work the word through believing in it, trusting in it, adhering to it. Do what it says. That's how you work the word. You believe it. You put your total faith in the word, and then you work it out. You walk it out. You act it out. You believe it. Hello? You pray it. You declare it. You decree it in your life. You let that devil know that in 2023, the word of God is absolute in my life. It's that. Listen, listen. You let him know that in 2023, the word of God, the word of God is absolute authority in my life. And wait a minute, not only in my life, but over every one of my situations, the word, the word. I didn't say no made up stuff, no fables, no play play stuff. This ain't as the world turns. We talking about the word of God. It has to be absolute this year. It's got to be absolute authority in our lives and in our situations. It must be. Because it's only by the word that things are going to change. It's only by the word that things are going to change. Can we go a little further? Order, 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 order. Yes, Lord. He says it's got to be order. They got to come under the order. Yes, sir. (laughs) We got to come under the order. Somebody say, God, God. who is Jesus, Jesus. has an order. And we, the body, got to line up with the order. We can't have out of order. Because everywhere you see out of order, you're going to have confusion and every evil work. I'm going to say that again. Every place where there is not the order, God's order, you're going to have evil works and confusion. We're going, we're going, we're going to show it to you in the word. Amen. Amen. So we're seated together with Christ in heavenly places. God made us sit together in heavenly places. Let me tell you what that means. You want the interpretation of what it means that we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? The Lord God made us sit together in heavenly places. The interpretation for that is he has brought us into his presence. The seat that we hold is in his presence. 
and we have a close relationship with him. Okay? So when God, in Ephesians 1 and 20, when God raised Christ from the dead and set him at his own right hand, listen at this. Think about how close that is. The Lord God raised Christ from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Go to Psalms 110. That's close, isn't it? Okay, I need you to understand something. That's how close you are. You're in his presence. You're in his presence. Now, that's powerful. We're going somewhere this morning, so I hope you didn't leave no pots on. Because we have to go higher than the flesh this morning. I said we got to go higher than the flesh this morning. Yeah, Yes, Lord. Okay, go to Psalms 110. Thank you, Father. I thank you right now. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Thank you, Jesus. So from now on, when you come to church, just know you're in class. Amen? Amen. Stop all this. This is not church as usual. Never has been. Not, in, not at KSL. Amen. All right. You come to get information to live by, right? Amen. Amen. Psalms 110, and I want you to please look at verse 1, and it says, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Is that in your Bible? So when, when, notice that word, and you need to jot that word down because we're going to talk about that word this morning. We've got information from the Lord about this word, and we want to share with you to, to strengthen you. Amen? Because knowledge is what? Powerful. Knowledge is what? Powerful. And the knowledge of the Lord is what? Powerful. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, it's going to energize you. Amen? So he says, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So basically, when God raised up Christ from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in his presence, in heavenly places, in his presence. Guess how long he's supposed to stay there until all the enemies are God's footstool. Now, that's a key for us. We're to stay seated in his presence until all enemies become his footstool. Now, I'm going to ask you something. Are all enemies God's footstool? No. No. Because sin, even though it's the price for sin has been paid, it is not under the foot yet. There is forgiveness for it, but people can still choose to sin or not, and therefore it is running rampant in the world. Is that understood? Death is still on the run. Come on. Death has not been conquered yet, but it is going to be. Amen? Amen? So there are still some enemies out here that we as his body must remain seated in his presence. Uh-huh. Oh, we going somewhere. We going somewhere. We got to stay in the presence of God until those enemies become his footstool. He didn't say nothing about it becoming our footstool. Amen. He said until it becomes his. See, we're supposed to take authority over lack and untimely deaths 
and, 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 and all types of demonic forces, how do we take authority? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? But it won't be, and see, here's the real deal. We, we've shared this in, in, in other sessions. Here's the real deal. The devil will leave for a season, but even he knows, we've given the scriptures, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably do another seminar on that, but he even asked Jesus, wait a minute, are we better than Jesus? We're his body. We're his children. Come on. Come on. The devil even told Jesus. He said, wait a minute. Have you come to torment us before the time? He says, we understand we got a time. Well, what is he talking about? What is that demonic force talking about? He's saying we got a time before we are sent to the abyss where we will never return again. It, it works in our lives, too. You cast him out for what? How long? And so this is why we can't ever stop getting the word. I'm, I'm amazed at Christians who go to this ministry who say, I've had enough. I'm full. I got what I need. I'm like, what? What, what devil after you? So you're, that devil gone, huh? Okay. Good. Yay for you. Happy. You want a lollipop. Huh? It's only for a season. And that's why we continue to eat the word and eat the word and eat the word and get strong and get strong. And we take it out here and we live by it and we work the word against the demonic forces. And guess what? The devil has to bow his knee yes. to Jesus Christ and his word. Amen. That will never stop. Amen? Amen. Somebody said we're going somewhere. All right. So he told Jesus, sit at my right hand sit at the hand of power until I make thine enemies thy footstool so I'm gonna ask you again body of Christ how long do you have to sit in heavenly places in the presence of God until we say it again until what I like the way you're saying that come on let's say that until he makes our enemies his footstool now, here comes the question on the test. When will all enemies, aha, uh -huh, you got it. Look at, he said, uh-oh, here we go. When will all enemies be under his foot? When he comes back. Has he come back? Has he come back? So why are you on recess? Why are you out there on the playground and on, at the swing set, on the merry-go-round? Why you done took a break? Why you done got tired? Why did it get boring to you? Say, I got to stay. I have to stay in the presence of the Lord until all enemies are made his footstool. That won't happen until he comes back. Until then, I am to work while it's day for the night cometh. When no man work it. No 
Say, I must, I must occupy, occupy till, he till he come. Now, do you understand that scripture? We have to occupy, occupy what? His presence. We have to maintain that presence. Well, how do I maintain the presence of God in my life? You maintain the presence of God through prayer, seeking, worship, fasting, coming in the house of the Lord. It's the word, it's the word, it's the word, it's the word. It's the word in the church. It's the word at your house. Come on. You got to pray at home. You got to pray in the church. You got to seek him in the church. You got to seek him at home. Huh? You got to have an altar. Oh, I felt you. Oh, but I've been doing that. Oh, my tongue. Bite. Well, baby, let the tongue hit the floor. Pick it up. Put it back in your mouth and start all over again. Because wow. every enemy is not under the foot, under the foot of God yet. Amen. And while you looking at me tonight, that can't be true. God all powerful. It's in the scripture. Amen. It says and we now see that our enemies are not yet put under him. It's in the word. Amen. But you on Mickey Mouse time. <laughs> you better come on. You better come on, get on heavenly time. Because there's a war going on. And we're going to have to fight with the word, fight with his blood, fight with his name, fight with living right, fight with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't end. It's continuous. Because when you rebuke the devil, he leaves. But he leaves for a season. Then he comes back around after, it might even take two years. But what is he coming for? He's coming to see once you rebuked him and cast him out, did you put anything in there? Have you been working on your strength? Have you been coming to church? Have you been receiving the word you get in church? When you get back home later on, do you go back over that word? Do you pray that word? He coming to see. And he tests to see what you know. I thought I got rid of this devil. You got rid of him, but he, watch this. You got rid of him, but now he want to know, did you do anything with yourself? Did you do anything with yourself? Did you get built up? Did you grow in it? Did you get stronger through the word and prayer and the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus? Come on here. Yes. Well, it's only for a season yes, until the end. Shine for me. Are we understanding? Amen. Are we getting ammunition Amen. that we can use? Amen. So... Seated in his presence in Christ in heavenly places means that God brought us into his presence and into a close relationship with himself. It is just as close as Jesus is seated at his right hand. Now, you know, that's close, don't you? But we're there, too. Because of the blood of Christ, we're there, too. Say, I'm in heavenly places. And then the Holy Spirit, he broke it down for me even more. He says, not only are there heavenly places, there are heavenly realms. Oh, my God. That means you can go high in the Lord. See, some of us still on the first floor. We won't even push the button to go up to the 12th floor on the elevator. Some of us had not even got on the elevator. We still playing. Woo! Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Woo! Come on now. There are heavenly realms in God. 
What did Jesus say? In my father's house, there are many, many, there are different rooms. Have you tapped? Have you tapped into every room in God? Oh, okay, I answer for them. They so, you know, they so pious, you know. No, I have not. But I'm what? I'm reaching. I, I'm climbing. I want to go from here it is, here it is. I want to go from glory to glory. Those are the different realms. And I haven't tapped them all. I want to tap all of them that the Lord will allow me to. I don't want to stay on the first floor. I don't want to stay at the, at the bottom. Hey, what did Paul say? Paul said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Paul, Paul said, I'm an apostle. He said, but there are some things I still want to know about the Lord Jesus Christ, who is my God. He said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Hey, shine. Hey, shine for me. Shine for me, Anna. There's an order. Paul said he was caught up to the third heaven. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're helping me preach. That's a different realm, isn't it? He went from the first realm, the second realm, to the third realm. And you know the third realm is where the throne of God is. Paul said, I was caught up out of my body. You, you know that still happens today. Yeah. It will happen to you. Uh-huh. You can be seated in a place and be caught up out your body. Everything around you still going on. You caught up to the throne of God and he gives you information. He talks. Come on here, somebody. Amen. Okay. So God is raising up KSL as a place of ministry with the power of his word to feed his people. Somebody said there's a people, and they're going to receive it. But see, it's more than even just that. Not only are they going to receive it, they're going to operate in it. The world is waiting to see the glory manifested on the sons and daughters of God. Not just on the preacher, not just on the prophetess, not just on the bishop. Not just on the apostles, not just on pastors and evangelists and teachers. He want to see it on his body. Where? Everybody want to stay up in the church, warming by the fire. Get over. Let me get some of the fire. Get over. You get warm to go back out. Where's the money? Huh? Where the people? This is the grooming place. This is the strengthening place. This is the encouraging place. This is the birthing place to go back out. (laughs) That's why you don't get any kind of word up in here. Basically up in here you get college material. Because I always ask the Lord, Lord, I'm so, I'm just, ooh, wow. Study, 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 write, 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 wake up, pray, 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 study, study, study. He says, because there's an order. There's information I want my people to have. There's information that the body needs to strengthen that body. The word of God is nutrients to us. 
The word of God is nutrients to us, to strengthen us so we can go out here in a dark, fallen world and show forth the glory of God in our lives. We don't live like everybody else. We don't die like everybody else. We don't live like everybody else. We don't get blessed like everybody else. We don't have success like everybody else. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. It's different. We don't overcome like everybody else. Yeah, it's the answer now. <laughs> it's the answer. It's the answer. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly places, heavenly realms, the dwelling place of God. As a result of Christ's work and our union with him, we now have the privilege of entering into God's presence at any time in full confidence that he will hear us without fear. We don't have to fear God anymore. Why? Because he see the blood. We're going to talk about this. You got time? Amen. I hope you ain't leaving no pot on. Because see, today is the 15th, right? Amen. But when the Lord showed me that today was the 15th, he said, what is five and one equal to? Six. What is six? The flesh. So today got to be high. Yeah. To be what? Above the flesh. He's shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. <laughs> Keep shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Keep shining. We don't have to fear anymore. Why? Because when God see us coming, he see what? The blood of who? Of who? Don't ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. We don't just waltz up in the presence of God. We go in the presence of God by how? The blood of who? That's why we pray in the name, we baptize in the name, we pray in the name. Let me slow down. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me slow down. That's why we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We uh, are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We seek out God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on here. Everything must be done in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus represents that what? Blood. Don't ever forget it. That's the only reason we can go into the presence of God is because of the blood of Jesus. I'm going to show you something. You got time. Do you have time for, for let, me tell you, let, me, let me tell you how, how, how the Holy Ghost told me. Do you have time for classified information this morning? Yes, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We go without fear. We go without fear. We have access to speak to God. Let me show you an example of, 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 of hiding from God. Go to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Now stay with the word. Stay with the word. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. We, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, can go into the presence of God without fear. We have access to speak to God. Think about what we're saying. God? Mm, yeah, that, 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 Genesis chapter 3. Verse 8, and this is Adam and Eve, and it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden 
in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence. Is that in your Bible? Amen. They heard a voice. Wait a minute now. They heard a voice, but there was a presence with the voice. So that lets me know when we come up, we will hear the voice of the Lord. I said, when we learn to come up and stop this playing, what, what you mean come up? When we learn to set a time to seek God and go after God, whatever. He said, you will find me when you have sought for me with your whole heart. That means you running after the Lord with everything in you. Nothing else matters but finding God. <laughs> oh, Lord, he's shining now. Keep shining. Keep shining. They hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Is that in your Bible? Amen. What you see Adam and Eve doing, this shows you the direction of the fallen and unsaved masses of humanity. I'm going to say it again. This is what the unsaved and the fallen masses of humanity are doing. They are running and hiding from the presence of the Lord. They're hiding. Now, um, let me explain to you what that means. Because I hear many prophets tell me they came in the presence of certain people and they could see them hiding. And so the Holy Spirit explained to me what that means. When you come into the presence of the eyes of God and you hide, it means you cloak what you don't want the people of God to see. Or so you think. Because the Bible says, if we know what the word says, it says there's nothing hid that won't be un. So when you deal with a true prophetic person, it's really not hid. They might not ever say anything to you, but it's not really hid. You can't, you, we can't hide from God. We, we can't hide from God. So basically when he, when, when the voice of the Lord and his presence was walking through the garden, he knew exactly where Adam and Eve were. He wanted to know, did they know what they had done? Amen. Do you know what you've done? Did, do you know you did something I asked you not to do? And see, the church so relaxed now, we all do it. I'm just saying, I, people are doing stuff they have no business doing. There is no awe of God anymore. There is no fear of the Lord anymore. We just do what we want to do. God said, go left. We said, no, hell no, I'm going right. And not only am I, look, I'm not only going to go right, I'm going to turn the speed up and let you see me go as fast as lightning. Really? God said, sit down. We said, nope, I'm going to stand up, turn around, twirl around, do some flips, run out the door and come back in the door. Well, Jesus. Really? This is God we're talking about. Do y'all understand? See, they done watered him down. There is no awe of him. There is no reverence. But in here, there will be reverence and awe of the Lord. Because that's the way he's going to be presented. He's going to be presented as he is. Amen. 
but we don't have we don't have to fear him, but we should be in awe of him. Amen. We should be in respect of him. Yes. Yeah, bye, 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 shit. So they hid themselves. And the Lord said, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go on. They heard his voice walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And you notice when God comes to you, he really doesn't come when everything's in an uproar. He, he waits to the cool of the evening. You know why? Because everything has died down and he knows you can hear then. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And Adam said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee thou was naked? Has thou did what I told you not to do? <laughs> Have you did what I told you not to do? See, here's what we're doing. We want to hide behind grace and mercy and keep doing our dirt. But I tell you right now, I've had an experience with God, a real one. Nobody wrote this for me. I saw it. Eventually, God will step back and let you, have, let you go straight on, baby. And guess what? When God steps back, mercy steps back. Grace steps back. Guess what? You naked. You're prime target for the devil to hit you and hit you. Disobedience is dangerous. It is dangerous to disobey the word of the Lord. You're shining. It's a keep it shining. Keep it shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's it. Yes, Lord. He said, who told you? He said, did you do? Have you eaten of that tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Hmm. The Lord set up a plan for us. If we make mistakes, we can repent. But you got some people, they foolish. They keep on doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And I think we think that God is stupid. Go to Genesis chapter 4. Okay, and I want to read, I want to kind of, all right, Genesis 4 and 3. Uh-huh. And it says, and in, and in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Well, why did he do that? Because Abel did what he asked him to do. I don't know why the Lord keep gracing her that way because they doing what God told them to do. Oh, Jesus. Obedience is better than even sacrificing. 
Obedience. God is looking for what? Obedience. He's looking for an obedient people. We the body of Christ. He want his body to operate with the head. He's the head. Jesus is the head of the church. We are the body. We are the church, his body in the earth. We must follow instructions. He said, go left, we go left. He said, go right, we go right. He said, stand still, we stand still. He said, don't do that, we don't do it. <laughs> I'm, giving you, I'm giving you ammunition to work with. I'm give, see, that's why people, you know, they call me, what did the Lord say? And I tell them exactly what the Lord say. And you will get up off that phone or get up out that office and go in the opposite direction. And I'm looking at you like, oh, you a fool. Why did you waste my time? You're going to ask me what he say. See, and the way I am, I'm going to honestly seek, pray, and ask the Lord, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then God give an answer, and I bring it to you. I watched Wednesday night, and I'm going to say this again. Whoever I invite to this ministry, we don't talk. You say, what does that mean? Me and Bishop Marzette, we don't talk every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We don't talk every week. We don't talk every day. We don't talk every month. We don't even talk. We might talk twice a year. That's it, because everybody's busy. We don't have time for that foolishness. So whenever God allows, and I say allow, when he allows me to have somebody come in, it's for me, it's really for me. Because I want to make sure I've been leading the ministry. It's like a checkup for me. It ain't really for you. It's for me. Lord, I want to make sure that what I've been telling your people is true. I want to make sure that I've been hearing from you. And so I waited, and I sat right there. And everybody she went to, I liked it. That's why I was, well, you weren't here, so I can't use you. you. You know, don't think it's strange when you see me run around the church or get excited. I'm not really getting excited about the word that was told. I'm getting excited because I didn't miss it. I want you to always remember that. I'm not excited because of the word that was given. I'm excited because I didn't miss it. I didn't miss what God told me. She was so on it when she came to you. She was so on it. You got to empty out, baby. You got to get all that stuff out of you. That stuff is, is, is dangerous. It's corruption. It's, it, you got to get it out. You got to get it out. You looking for the husband. You looking for the Holy Ghost. You looking, that stuff got to go. It's got to go. It's got to. And the only way to get it out is you got to break. You, I wanted to just. Run around the church. I said, well, Lord, I got to calm down because people are going to think I'm crazy. But that's not what it is. I'm excited because I didn't miss it with the Lord, 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 with the. And so it encourages me to get right back in there and let. Watch this. I know this is going to sound real crazy. And let the Lord talk to me. Because, see, you can shut down. And you can be like, well, Lord, 
I don't, I don't know if that was you, so I don't, I don't want to say nothing else. I don't want to do nothing else. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But it encourages me. It builds me up to get right back in there and let the Lord speak to me. And sometimes I get so, I'd be like, Lord, okay, they don't want it. Tell me something. <laughs> I'm wasting my time. Tell me some goodness. Tell me some. Tell me I can go on an island somewhere and <laughs> get me a beach house and get up out of here. Y'all crazy. Because I can wake up every morning, throw back the blinds, walk out to the water and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Amen. And he will meet me. Yeah. And converse with me. Yeah, shine and keep shining now. And talk with me. Yeah, shout out. I don't have to just be in KSL for God to talk to me. Yeah. How many times have I, I said, God want to bless you? He done chose you. He want to bless you. He want to bless you. But things got to be in order. Things got to be in order. Things got to be in order. Order, order, order. Order, order, order. Shine for me. Shine for me. Shine for me. <laughs> Shine for me. And see, what you have to understand is this. It ain't all about me. It's about the ability to hear from God for you. Amen. See, they missed that part. Uh, I don't want Bishop praying for me. She just thinks she can get to God. I, I, well, baby, let me tell you something. Don't worry about it. Just let me know when. You say when, I say, all right. Just tell me when. It ain't about me. It's about me hearing for his body. It's about me being obedient to him for you. You, you see what I'm saying? That's a wild, you right. That's a wild moment. Everybody that comes, I tell them immediately. I say, I'm going to give you the foundation scriptures, but you don't have to stick with them. You are free. You led to high. I don't get on the phone. I date this one in there, and you look for that one, and I tell them, the devil is a lie. I don't have time for all that foolishness. I got stuff to do. Moment service was over. She said, well, I want you to come over to the church and do some." I said, uh-uh-uh-uh, Bishop. I said, hold up. I said, now you know me. I said, I don't do, now most people do that. I said, but I, you know, I don't ask you to come over here so I can come over there and minister. That's not me. That's not me. Uh-uh, I didn't ask you over here so I can get a place to preach. Amen. No. I asked you over here because God said it was all right. So I could have that check done. And notice I keep saying, he allows me. Because see, God know I'm hearing. He know I'm obeying. You, you see what I'm saying? So he says, I'll allow it for you. But I don't need it. I said, okay, well, thank you. The Lord said, I don't need it, Anna. Well, <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. How long you have to stay at the feet of Jesus? To, to win? How long you have to stay in the presence of the Lord God Almighty? Amen. How long does the devil leave 
for a Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Verse 5. Say, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. That's how some of us do. If God don't tell us what we want to hear, we get very angry. And our countenance, hold up. And the Lord said unto Cain, why are you angry? And why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, should not thou be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Y'all seeing this? And unto thee shall be his desire to my sin, and you better learn how to rule over sin. So basically God was saying, wait a minute, if you do well, Cain, if you had brought what I asked you to brought, Things would be well with you. But since you don't want to do what I say, then your continence is fail and sin waiting at your door now. Because you want to be rebellious and hard-headed. You're going to do it your way. You're going to marry who you want to say. Oh, well, that's what you think. But I, you better not call me when they knock the hell out you and don't call me. I mean, they think I'm playing. You think somebody playing with you. God said, don't go that way, and then all hell break out. And calling me for what? And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is after I done said, God said, don't do it. He said, Cain, if you do well, if you do right, you'll be accepted. But when you start doing things outside of God, then I'm not, God said, listen to what the Lord said, I'm not, God is not going to accept it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you. We preaching real good. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is revelating. I, I promise you he is. So the Lord wants to know, why are you angry? I'm the one that needs to be angry. Verse 8, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and murdered him. Did y'all hear me? And the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. (laughs) Get smart then. They get smart with you then. They get flippity with you because they don't, you, they don't want to hear what you had to say. Uh, the Lord didn't tell you that. <laughs> the Lord didn't say Oh, they get flippity with you. He says, am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, what have you done? He said, what you don't understand is blood has a voice because in the blood is life. He said, what you didn't understand, Cain, is all blood got a voice. Come on. And it speaks back to God. Yeah. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Ooh, he said, what have you done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. Say this with me. Say, the reason why, the reason why Abel's, blood Abel's blood was talking, was talking because there's life because in, the blood. in the blood. There's life in your blood. All these people out here murdering people thinking they're getting away. The blood talking. 
Wait a minute, see, this is what you don't understand. The police might can't hear. Huh? The eternal general might can't hear. God hears the voice of the blood. Then he begins to send out his presence and the angels to do what? To start directing to find the murderers. Y'all ain't heard nothing. Say, you can run. But you can't hide. Taking innocent lives just because you can. Just because you got a gun. Somebody make me mad. I know what I'm going to do. You need to take that gun and lock it up till you get your mind right. That's not what it's for. Won't somebody aggravate somebody. Won't somebody to push you so you can use the gun. The devil is a lie. That's not what it's for. Yes, it's to protect you, but not like that. Amen. Going, going, how, how grandma used to say, going somewhere looking for a fight. Amen. There is no fight. You're looking for one. You want one. Amen. So you can use your gun. Amen. The devil is a lie. Thank God the saints got protection. I just saw Superman. Amen. I did. I really did. I'm not making this up. I saw a bullet just, look, what did, what did it say? He's faster than the speeding bullet. Beep! It stopped right there. The devil is alive. Now, I'm not going to go looking for a bullet. Amen. <laughs> the Bible said, don't tempt God. But if they get the flying, I know I'm protected. You ought to know you protected. I said you ought to know you protected under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't go looking for a fight. You don't go looking for a bullet. You don't go where there's an uproar. Somebody call you, child. They down here fighting and they got guns. And you get out, get in, get in your car running like a crazy. Child, I'm going down here because I'm protected. Okay, take your little crazy stuff on down now. Don't call me from the hospital. <laughs> But if you just happen to be in a place, yeah. unbeknownst to you, let me say that now, unbeknownst to you and something breaks out, you protect it. Yeah. I said you protect it. Yeah. Is this making sense? Yeah. Is this making sense? This is making sense. Verse 11, and the Lord says, and now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. He says, Cain, when you till the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. See, some of us done did so much, we got sentences upon our head. We just keep sinning. We won't stop. We won't stop. We won't stop. And we think God just going to keep on forgive, 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 forgive. The Bible says we as his body, we don't practice sin. The body of Christ does not practice sin. Thank you, Lord. 14 verse. He says, behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth. And from thy face shall I be hid. 
and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. So God was protecting him even still. Do you see that? Yes. I said, do you see that? Yes. But the next verse ought to break your heart. The 16th verse says, and Cain, it did say God told him he had to get out of his presence. And Cain went out from the what? Of who? And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Let me tell you what that means, and then I'm, I'm, we're going to go on into some things. He left out from the presence of the Lord. He got away from biblical teachings that God had given to his parents to pass down to him or her. He got out of the prayer meetings. He wouldn't come to the church meetings. He left the Bible, the word. He left the blood covenant, and he left applying the blood. That's what it means to get out from the presence of the Lord. He took, watch this though, God didn't take him out of his presence. God didn't take him out of heavenly places. He took himself out of heavenly places. Because all he had to do was repent, get back in order, and keep it moving. But that wasn't his choice. Because he was so angry, and I'm so mad, and you didn't hurt my feelings. I'm going to take you off the like button. Baby, take me off the like button, the hit button, the, 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 I don't know what else it is. Uh, the tweet button, the die. Well, take me off the follower, too. <laughs> I don't know all of them, you know, just help me out. You know, just help me out. Help, help the, the, the woman of God out. Yeah, yeah. He took himself. Somebody say, please, please. Do, not do not take yourself out of the presence of the Lord. So if you mess up, say if you mess up big time, say please repent, own up, fess up to the Lord and get back in order. It's very important. See, he went to the land of Nod. Nod means shaking, uneasiness, restlessness, and trembling. Did y'all hear me? And that's where a lot of the world is. Did y'all hear me? A lot of the world would not accept the way of Jesus Christ, so they're outside of his presence as far as living there, being protected there, being fed there. They don't want it. So they would rather have a place of shaking, uneasiness, Restlessness and trembling. But by the blood of Jesus Christ, we are seated in heavenly places. Somebody say, please, please. stay with the blood. Now, this is something, this is a revelation that God gave me many, many, many. This is an old revelation. And the Lord told me to share this with you. Go to Leviticus chapter 9. This is about 20-some years old. This is an old revelation that God gave me early in the day. Leviticus chapter 9. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
All right. Thank you, Lord. Leviticus chapter 9, and I'm going to start reading at verse 1. Amen? Amen? We got a little bit of time. And it says, And it came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. And he said unto Aaron, Take thee a young calf for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take ye a kid of the goats for a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish for a burnt offering. Also a burlock and a ram for peace offerings, to sacrifice before the Lord, and a meat offering mingled with all for today. Uh-oh. The Lord will appear unto you. Do y'all see this? Amen. I just read ours. I know what the Bible is saying. This was the, I know this was the Old Testament, but it's still pointed to who? Jesus Christ. Come on now. Listen to me real good. Don't miss this. Leviticus 9 pointed to who? Jesus Christ. And Jesus was, was and is the lamb without blemish and without spot. Amen. He is the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world for our sins so that we could live in the presence of God. Amen. I want to make that clear. All right, let's go on. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, and prophetess Angela Carmichael is saying to the body of Christ, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that you should do and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. So, so in other words, if I want a continuation, a lifestyle of the glory of God on my life, I must always be conscious of Jesus Christ. Mm, that's deep, isn't it? That, that's deep, that's deep, that's deep, that's deep. That's deep. And what spending time with the Lord does, it refreshes it. Mm, 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 mm. Not just in January around this altar, but the altar at my house. Amen. That's why I have a special time when the phone cannot ring. People cannot come over. Doesn't matter who it is. I, I don't run up and down the street. And yes, I did it even when I was working on a job. See, all these folk, I can't do it. See, you, you ain't. Stop, liar. Stop right there, liar. I, I used to run the daycare. <laughs> and still maintain the presence of the Lord. From six to six. With all his problems, all his paperwork, all his payroll. Come on, all this my child got hurt. All this go meet with DHR. And still maintained the presence of the Lord. So don't, see, that's why they can't sit up in my face. Talking about, well, you don't understand. I got a job. Yeah, I understand. I had a job. 
I had babies. I had a husband and still maintained the anointing. Yeah, that, that's what they tell you. They'll sit up in here and they'll go out that door. Well, don't, you won't be able to do that today. Because you're a liar. You're not maintaining the anointing and the presence of the Lord upon your life because you don't want to. Amen. It's, uh-oh, uh-oh, like Elder Barkin said, what is the value to you? When she brought that, I'd like to leap out that chair. Do we value it? Or is it just nothing to us? You see what happened to Cain? When Cain left the presence of the Lord, see, mm, see the presence of the Lord keeps out the restlessness, the shaking, the trembling, the uneath. That's what the, it, cause it what? What does the presence do? It destroy the yoke and remove the burden. I maintain my marital status. This is a good one here. I can't, oh, I had a man getting on my nerves. Oh, he want me to cook. He want me to clean. He want me to be the wife. He want me to do the bed work. Oh, well, I did it and still maintained the So that lets me know it can be done. What value? Do you place on it? How important? See, it was just that important. When I tasted of it, wasn't no way I was letting that go. When I first felt God upon my life, when I had my first experience with, with the Lord, it was no way I was letting that go. I ran after it. I don't care how heavy the burdens got, the troubles got, how hell came, I ran with it. Do y'all understand? Yes, you see, here's the real deal. You gonna have to put some effort in this. Yes, Lord, I need you. You, 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 and you gonna have to do it in your present situation. Amen. See, they we we all want to do it, but we want things to change. Lord, if you just give me the right job. If you just give me the right amount of money, uh, if you just give me the right husband, the right wife, oh Lord, if you just give me that business deal, then I can do that. I can seek you. No, the Lord said, no, I want you to seek me now. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. Why? Because I'm the one that's got to put all this stuff together for you. I'm not waiting, said the Lord. I'm not waiting for you to get everything right. <laughs> I'm too young. I'm too short. I'm, he said he's not waiting till you grow taller. He's not waiting till you get older. <laughs> he want his time now. Amen. I'm not educated. Because I'm not waiting. Because it's going to take him to make the difference. See, that's what you're missing. All that stuff you're asking for, it's going to take the Lord to make the difference. 
almost time. We're going one minute. Is that all right? Because you got to have time to digest these things. Somebody say it takes the blood, takes the blood of, Jesus Christ of Jesus Christ to dwell, to dwell in, the in the presence of God. Of God. Say this with me. Say, to be in the presence of God, there must be blood for sin. Say, if I want the glory of the Lord to, to be maintained on my life, I got to stick with the name of Jesus Christ and his blood. Let me tell you what we're doing. A lot of us are not repenting. A lot of us are not maintaining. Lord, thank you for your blood. We don't, we don't, we don't give God praises and worship for his blood. We don't thank Jesus for being the lamb. We're, we're trying to let it slip. We're trying to let the name slip. We don't want, we don't want it you know, be involved in the name of Jesus and the blood. But let me tell you something. That's the only thing God going to accept. Amen. You saw what happened to Cain. Amen. God said, no, I don't need you getting angry. I need you to bring the sacrifice I asked you for. Because that's the only thing that's going to uh, 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 cover your sin. Amen. See, the only reason we can get in the presence of the Lord is because of the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. That's what John the Baptist said when he saw him. He said, behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. So we don't forget when we pray, use the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. We don't forget when we lay hands on the sick, use the name of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus. We don't forget to cover ourselves with the blood and our homes and our children and our possessions in the blood. We're letting the blood slip. And that's why it's grievous for us to come in here on first Sunday to take communion and everything else being talked about. We need to get to it. Amen. Can I show? I'm going to let you out of here. I'm going to let you out, but this, uh, this is the last one on this. We'll pick it up next Sunday. It's, it's sad. Go to 1 Corinthians 11 chapter. Somebody say, don't let, don't let. your respect and your value on the blood of Jesus Christ, slip. Say, so grab back hold. Let it be important. Can I read this? And I know we go over it every first Sunday, but I'm going to read it again. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27. Wherefore, Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of, our, of the Lord. Why? Because there's life in his blood. There was life in the blood of Jesus. What life? Jesus' life. But let a man or a woman examine themselves and so let us eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eat it and drink it unworthily, eat it and drink it damnation to themselves, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly, and many have passed on. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Do you understand how important it is 
to remember that it is by the blood of Jesus Christ that our sins are forgiven. Do you understand how important it is for us to understand and maintain it in our consciousness that we are saved because of the blood of Jesus Christ? We are in the presence of God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. When we start letting that slip, God said, uh -uh. where the blood? I can't deal with you. There's no blood. There ain't no blood covered. So when we come in here and take communion and we notice what he said, it's dangerous to mishandle communion. It's dangerous to take communion and don't repent. It's important. That little five minute, two, two, one second. What is you repent in that? You better slow it down. Because the Bible tells us, I didn't write it. He said, that's why so many sick, weak, and passed on. Because we don't put any value in it. What did it say? Oh, wait a minute, I didn't write it. What did it say? We mishandled. Wait, let, let, me, let me read it. Wait just a minute. And then we finna go. He says in the 29th verse, For he that eat it and drink it unworthily, eat it and drink it damnation to himself. There it is. Not discerning the Lord's what? Wow. Not discerning is sacred. And ain't no anybody gonna get up here and do communion. So you can forget it. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You sleeping around. You, I don't care. I don't. This, let me tell you, the house of God is still to be respected. Amen. These are still holy things, holy matters. I don't care what the church A, B, and C doing down the street. Amen. See, they doing like Nebuchadnezzar's brother. You remember what he did? He told him, he said, go fetch me the holy vessel so I can drink wine out of them. And that's when the finger of God came on the wall and wrote, meany, meany, tinkle, tinkle. No, 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 you don't play with this. <laughs> you go find you a toy. Amen. Say this with me, and I'm finna close. Say everybody, everybody can take communion, can take communion. After, after we repent. We repent. Amen. Simple as that. But value needs to be placed on it. When that, when that body, when the bread is up here and the, and the cup is up here, that's the broken body of Jesus. That is it's symbolic to his blood that was shed. It's symbolic to his body that was beat and broken on that cross. And we come in here acting silly, just left the nightclub the other night. Okay, you better repent. Say this with me. Say everybody, everybody can, take communion can take communion after, after we, repent. we repent. Say start putting value, start putting value on, communion on communion because it's symbolic, it's symbolic. To, Jesus to Jesus' blood and body, and body. that was given to us given to for, us the for the remission of our sin. Of our sin. And, and if I want the glory of God, in my, life, in my life, say the glory, the glory is the manifested presence. It is the presence of God in my life. Said then I better value the blood of Jesus Christ. God bless you.